This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey... Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show, brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. I think you want to know A dirty little secret About a secret little show Sarah Vinny Secret Show for Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. Sarah, Vinny, Bryn, and Nikki, we're all here. Hello and wow for Tuesday. Woo, what a day. So good. Goodness gracious. Can't believe what a good fucking day this is. It's amazing. <laughs> Uh, so what plans did you have that got ruined uh, by the meeting? Um, the surface firing. The surface oh, really, no. Really, really good. Yeah. So, well, uh, you'd have a couple. What time is the meeting at? 12? 12. Yeah, you have a couple hours. Go for it. You can catch like one wave and come on back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just one wave. <laughs> yeah, drive out there, suit up, jump in, and then. Go through all that work. To come back. Spin it around and come on back. No, it's fine. That it's sounds actually, like a plan. I, I actually knew there was a meeting. I hadn't uh, thought of it once all morning until yeah. you just said that. You should keep your hangouts open. Um, Bryn had posted about it. I don't know. Seven. I o'clock try. In the morning. I do try. Yeah. I have too many I windows know. though, so I don't. I, I end up closing things that aren't in use, so I can actually see this. It doesn't matter. I'll see you there. I will be there. All right. I, nothing like a town there. hall meeting. No, I love those oh. so much. It's just so fun to hear what everyone, every single person has to say. It's, it's great. The trippy part for me is that it seems like it's more of a sales event than a pro- programming event. But whatever. Right. I, I, we're all a team. We're all we're one a team. big team. Yeah. That's right. And after uh, Bottle Rock, I mean, hopefully they'll talk about the Bottle Rock incidents. Oh, <laughs> right. Experiences. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, you know, because the world is weird right now, we have a new boss and her name's Stacy, and we actually like her. We've had a meeting with her in person. I like her a and, lot, yeah. Uh, and she seems super fun. And the only one who really knows that for sure is Bryn because he got to hang with her at Bottle Rock and mm-hmm. yeah. and just have... Nikki, were you there too at Bottle Rock? Um, he came running for me and I was in the bathroom. <laughs> so yeah, I, I met them. So, oh, you met them, but you didn't yeah. hang and have drinks and barf on yeah, them. Yeah, I didn't and, get any alcohol from them because I, I came late. Right. All so. that wasn't oh, happening, geez. guys, oh, but you know. Whatever. We yeah. did speculate maybe, but that's not <laughs> what that happened. Yeah. Except that I believe at the time when we talked about it, before you got some help from our vice president, 
boss, uh Mm -hmm. uh, you were like, well, I'm not really sure. I don't think anything happened. No, nothing. I can confirm nothing happened. He was so professional. Really? He really was. This is feeling more and more like what happens at Bottle Rock stays at Bottle Rock. Yeah. No, that's what oh, it's feeling like. No, we're he closing was, the ranks. No, he was, I get it. Sort of no, he was. Uh, okay. He was wasted, but he was still very professional, just having a good time. Just really, like, a wasted professional. You. Yeah, huh. wasted that's professional. yeah, that wasted is, professional. I wouldn't say I was wasted. It is amazing. It was, it I have seen bad... him pull some shit off when he's utterly wasted. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad mixture of alcohol. That's oh really? Sure. Oh yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well then, you you know you know what he did. You know what? It was my fault. You didn't have water. That's why I was I was having water. Yeah, watermelon in between. We need to drink, you know. You got to. You have to force yourself, mm. even though you want more drinks. That's why people water. are like, "Dang, Nicole can just pound them back." Yeah, I can, but I make sure I have a full stomach and I'm <sighs> drinking water. You gotta stay hydrated. Look at you. You're a pro already. I'm a pro. Taking up all the space, though. Taking up all that food. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it's getting in the way of my alcohol absorption. That's one way of handling your party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are so many ways to handle and or not handle your mm-hmm. party. Right. So way to have a handle on it. It's good. No, we had fun. Oh, oh I, no, yeah, no, I, I, I don't I, doubt I, it. I'm not proud of the barfing part, but you know, <laughs> these things happen. I'm just glad you admit to when it. When you're 20. You know? But I oh, mean, come yes. On. I mean, no, they continue to happen. It's been a long many. time. I mean, right. it's, yeah, barf it was, happens. You know, you we can't all help Sarah, because she barfed this year, too. That was not my fault. I have yet to barf. Yeah, see, Coco's got this thing, Um, man. Oh, good for you. I reach like a really good buzz and then I go to sleep. (laughs) So what's going on? Anything, any update on beefcake? (laughs) Beefcake. Update. Um, No, we're going to try to make plans. So what does that mean? So there's no plans. Zero plans set. (laughs) Try and make plans. There might be plans at some point. I'll let you know. I will. Yeah, we need all the info. Okay. All right. Have you guys talked since? Yeah, we're still texting. Okay, that's cool. So I hope when it's V's turn, it works out for her. <laughs> when is she kind of come on? Because I I do have a guy. Text for her. her right now. Let's yeah, find out. This is a more of a. I, it's not really a problem. They say you know words of encouragement would be fine, but they're they're basically starts with some thank yous. Uh, hey everybody, don't say my name. I'm writing to thank you for saving my life twice. And ask for some words of encouragement. Three years ago, I went through an amicable but very painful divorce. Isn't that nice that they could keep it amicable despite the pain? Listening to The Secret Show is what got me through. My ex-husband is a wonderful person and father, but being with him was extremely lonely. He's a solitary person, and I was alone. Even when he was in the house, I was still alone in reality for most of our 18-year relationship. By the time we split, I was depressed and struggling. Having the companionship of your show was a lifetime. It was a lifeline. A year and a half ago, so this is, they divorced three years ago, a year and a half ago, I met someone I thought was my forever person. Mm. In retrospect, I realized I ignored the red flags. Mm. He's a combat veteran diagnosed with severe PTSD. He went through years of therapy, and I believed he'd done the work necessary to be ready for a relationship. So she just falls head over heels for this person who has some real, some real trouble. So much of our connection was amazing. I felt completely in love and he did as well. We became inseparable. As time went on, he began to ex- exhibit extreme jealousy and possessiveness, along with repeatedly falsely accusing me of cheating, flirting, and lying. He explained that he had been cheated on in the past. Oops, I just scrolled down. Uh, and it had many other 
had many awful childhood and adult experiences that contributed to his anxiety. He asked me to stick with him and help him work through his fears. The good parts of him made me want to believe we could overcome any issues. I adored him. I loved our life together, and I believed him when he said he knew he had issues and wanted to change. I thought my honesty and reassurance would be enough to fix him. Over time, things get terrible, by the way, just warning. Over time, things escalated into what I now realize was verbal and emotional abuse. He has called me a whore many times, slut, cunt, bitch, all the things. He insists I'm a cheater and a liar. I've never cheated on him or lied to him. When he was mad, he'd tell me he was going to go sleep with someone else to punish me. He unfriended me and blocked me on Facebook at least once a month over our year and a half relationship as part of his cycle of being angry at me. He poured water and soda on me in anger. He raised his fist at me. He threatened to send a video he took of me having a meltdown to my employer to embarrass me. I could go through a million more examples of his paranoid outbursts, but what's the point? It was a pretty classic abuse cycle. I started feeling like I was losing my mind. He blames me for his behavior. According to him, I push him to the brink. He believes I create distance, and because of that, he has no option but to believe I'm cheating. Uh, I'm a, I'm successful in my career, 20 years with the same employer. I own my own home, no credit card debt, retirement fund, good relationship with my ex-husband, two happy, high-achieving, well-liked kids. I'm a responsible, caring, thoughtful adult. adult. I'm not perfect, but uh, obviously, but I don't believe I pushed him to the point of deserving what he put me through. I loved him very much, and I tried to, tried to show him that every single day. Um, during, uh, sorry, throughout our time together, he would routinely pack up his things and tell me he was moving out during an argument. I finally told him the next time he threatened to leave, I would let him and he would need to follow through. Of course it happened and now he's gone. In the process of ending things, he tried briefly to beg for forgiveness, but I stayed strong and he quickly moved on to more anger. Like many people in similar situations, I'm now struggling with feelings of shame, regret, self-blame, and missing the good parts of the life I shared with someone I loved. God, don't we romanticize the things that were our ruination. Mm -hmm. uh, again, the secret show is saving me. When I feel like reaching out to him, which is a feeling I have every single day, I listen to your show and it brings me back to earth. I know that letting him go is the right thing, but it's so painful. He's continued to lash out at me, saying things meant to hurt me, like criticizing me as a parent, blaming me for everything that went wrong, driving home the point that he doesn't want me. He wasn't happy with me. It's very hard to re realize that someone I worked so hard to understand and love through many hard times is now treating me like garbage. Thank you for helping me through. Any words of encouragement would be appreciated. I need to be reminded that I'm doing the right thing by moving on. OFOC. Yeah, you are. And you never need a man to make you feel complete. Oh, Nikki. We're just been getting that my entire life since I was like four. So you did the right thing. You don't need him. Mm. It can be like quitting smoking or quitting a drug. Yeah, no, literally. Someone. It's really, really <laughs> difficult. And the further you get away from it, the more you're like, I can handle it now. <laughs> you don't need a man to make you whole. <laughs> it's Mickey Mouse. What is the problem? <laughs> literally, my, that's, my mom would get us all dressed for school. And then the three things. Don't talk to strangers. What's the house number? And you don't need a man to make you feel complete. Good for her. So. Yeah, this is a this is one of those stories where you you hear it and you can't imagine why she hadn't left sooner, but it, that's why love is what it is. It's it's it breaks us, it ruins us sometimes. Yeah, it's absolutely it, it. There's no logic involved. We were talking about this the other day. Like the idea of writing up a contract makes perfect sense in a relationship, except that love being involved in anything takes logic out of it. 
you just lose all logic and it becomes something entirely else. So I feel terrible that you've lost this much time over this guy. But honestly, I would, you have to draw the line at the way you let people talk to you. And that has to be your hard, fast rule, right? To, to be, there's enough of a reason to dump him. Forget about, you know, how much worse it can get or where it's, you know, the accusations of the things that he's calling you. You have to be able to say, I refuse to let my worst enemy call me that. But someone living in my own home, absolutely not. Yeah. That's the line. You've crossed it just right there calling me. And there, there was a list, right? Yes. Cunt, whore, whatever that like Jesus. Did she say if he lived with her in the house that she owns? Yeah, she owns. Must have well, been. Yeah, she says That's she owns right. the house. Okay, and he kept threatening to pack his stuff and leave. And she okay, goes, then go, I would have said bye. Yeah, I'll change yeah. the locks. Thank you. You know, it's in honestly standing on this side of it, it's easy it's, to yeah. see what the problems are and to say, you know. But there are people who really can, and I swear to God, you know, this is how abusive stuff starts because, or you know, physical abuse starts. They, it, it's a, it's a, you love them, and they've convinced you that you have a role in this. And look at you melting down. Here's a video of you melting down. Like I can see this whole thing. And when you're in it, it's so difficult because you you feel like, oh, oh, you know, they maybe they're right. Maybe I do. But but it isn't you. And and I love what Vinny just said. You decide you're in charge of how you get treated. You don't have to be around anyone that treats you badly. And you should have rules for I don't get talked to like that. And it's God damn in your own house. That yeah. I mean, just, that's, that that's, you have to be able, there's this very simple line there. It doesn't involve, you know, what you may have done that led him to believe that you might be seeing, forget all that. You don't get to call me that name in my home or as, as Anywhere. Us staying friends. We are right. not friends. If you call me that, not in joking, not in jest, not in, you know, in the heat of the moment, none of those excuses are are valid for talking to me that way. And you got to hold that line. And frankly, the fact that he there's any kind of still communication between you, I understand how hard it is. I do. I know there are those weak moments where you pick up a call because because. But mm-hmm. you really need to cut off all contact, and that you need to change your number. Yeah, and change you need your to number. Make change your Facebook your locks. private. Make everything yeah. private. Yeah, make sure your locks are changed because this is a dangerous person. And you might think, oh, he's you know, but no, you just don't know in a rage what this person might be capable of. Right. I don't know how long they have been apart. Um, and the more you keep answering phone calls or paying attention to what he's doing on his Facebook, right. you're just inviting him in. Right. Even though you're not together. No. Like you got to And years from now, he might even come back to you and go, oh, I've gotten a lot of yeah. therapy and I'm feeling like I'm. A good... no, no, this is not a person for you. He's already trespassed on the things that you should not allow to happen to you. And the thing is, think about how much work it is managing a person like this. Like, here's someone who out of the blue is accusing you of cheating. And now you've got to like explain to them, like, think of it. That's exhausting. Like, really? I got to sit here and tell you that, like, I'm not. I can't have this conversation once a week. And she says she this has is two, fucking ridiculous. Two kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got two kids outside of this. Think, think like, do you want your kids to be Would in a you relationship? Would you want your kid? Good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So think, would I want my own child to go through this? And the answer is no. No. So you got to lock that shit up and 
Get rid of him. Here's and you an should example. maybe think about some therapy too. Yeah. <laughs Just> to help you to not do this again. Yeah. Therapy will help everybody. So it's, it's not great. something that you should shy away from. If you can, if you have access to it, if you have insurance or a way for you to go do that, you should do that. It'll help you sort stuff out. Even it's always good to have balanced, a professional right? that can help you sort of just, just get these things out and then help you sort it out. But this is what I was going to say is, you know, as I was, I drank myself out of a job and a relationship and a, this is just absolute to rock bottom. And it could have been way worse. Luckily I had enough money that I could still afford to pay rent while I was struggling to get my shit together. But there was a point when I was at, at that bottom where all I wanted in life was to just have a tiny little apartment to call my own and just a, a job I could go to, to make a couple bucks to cover my rent and just being able to go running or have a little exercise each day. And that was as high as I was aiming, like just not drink, go to work, be able to live in a one bedroom apart. Like these, you just set your sights low and you'll realize like a simple life is good enough. You can be content with content. that. Content. And the idea that this guy and you're missing him and all that, I understand that. But just try to break it down to you've got a nice house. You've got two wonderful kids, as, as you've described them. You, you've got enough that you can be content with that for now. And just remove that element, the, the desire for companionship for now. Just as, you know, I mean, I, I, we can probably get Nicole's mom to record, you don't need a man to make you whole. And then yeah. we can play that for you or you can make that your ringtone or whatever. But that's sort of gotta be something that you tell yourself, like, I've got enough. I don't have to have, I certainly enough. don't need a relationship where I'm being called a cunt and a whore. Oh. That's not something you need. Horrible. And you really don't need a relationship at all. Companionship's important and you may get there down the line. And really the, the, the point of that story as well is, and once I got the apartment and I got a gig and I was doing that, more more good stuff will come your way. Yeah. Like more good, just be content for now with what you've got. Right. More good stuff will come your way as you're just living. Yep. Yeah. And not living in an abusive situation. Well, nothing good comes your way when you're in that situation. Nope. And, you know, look, find ways to fill your time that don't involve, you know, dating and i mean until you're like really fully past this guy like go take up a hobby or take a class at a community college there's so many fun classes you can take and just something to fill your time and give you something else to think about and really change your number change your locks and block this no more contact from this guy he doesn't right. deserve it Most and you people, don't deserve to be contacted i by always him. usually um unless it ends in like good terms but most of my relationships have, but for a while, you know, you either take a social media break or you block them just so you can get yourself together. You don't yep. really want to see what they're doing. Like you need to work on yourself. Yep. So just delete it or delete him. I think you should just delete him. Yeah. But the guy needs to break. be exercised from your life. Mm -hmm. Do you, Brynn, do you have thoughts on this? Oh, you guys are saying a lot of great things. Um, She also said a lot of great things <laughs> in her email. I feel like she kind of summed it up, and the main is main thing is she's, she's gone. Uh, I mean, she's out of that relationship, yeah. and also, 
She's doing something really great, guys. She's listening to our secret show, and oh, she's that's getting a good hobby. she's getting strength from that. You know, yeah, she's, that's true. So that is true. She, she's got it all figured out. I think as long as she stays on this show, <laughs> and yeah, just keep listening to, to the show every we day. Lot, we have this a lot is of your therapy. Similar problems to this, right? And so. it's free. We do. It is free. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot. Hopefully, listening. Hopefully, her listening back to Sarah reading the email was good for her reinforcement. It is, of, right? You know, because she's out of it. I'd so. really hate to think that she was going to be uh, back in this at some point. You know, we don't want you to. Anytime you feel like you might be, please write us back with a little update, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll yell at you for a while. <laughs> right. It'll be fine. <laughs> Start by replaying this secret show a few yeah. times first. There you go. As I was thinking about the one we did a couple days ago, where. The girl made out with the husband of the friend of hers. Oh, and the friend, and the walked, friend in walked in and caught it. And oh, she was so like, funny. an the Right. The asshole. I, I was really like, yeah, I was, you're the asshole. I, like, yeah. I felt so bad after That fucking like, friend, man, he's the asshole. <laughs> no, I was like, hey, you they- guys are all assholes. <laughs> the only people not assholes is the wife of this guy and the person Nancy. who found you and yelled at you. I think that was her name. I just made that up. Yeah, whatever. Wendy. I don't know what her Wendy. name was. I know I like to rename people. Yeah, <laughs> it was like that's you know at least we're not calling you an asshole or you know a whore or a cunt because you're not those things and no one gets to call you that i like to make some rules for yourself you deserve to be treated a certain way you did a great job with your kids you had an amicable breakup of your marriage however painful it might have been like you said you guys figured it out mm-hmm. you've got it figured out now don't fuck it up off you go all right uh, let's see here. Mm, let me see if I can find one that's somewhat short. I think this one's this one's interesting. It's really fucking long, though. Jesus. I'll just start it. Here we go. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm 45 years old, recently divorced. I left my husband three years ago. I need dating advice. I didn't date much before getting married, and so everything is new and foreign to me. I was in a loveless marriage for 16 years. We only had sex a handful of times a year. If you're wondering why I stayed so long, I was busy focused on my kids and was... Uh, and he was gaslighting me. That's a, that's like the crazy making thing, right? Didn't we get we <laughs> yeah. went deep into gaslighting yeah. at some point? I literally thought I was crazy and needed help. My ex turned out to be a sex addict, addicted to prostitutes and strippers. Luckily, I didn't catch any diseases, and oh. I was relieved to discover I wasn't crazy after all. My first date after leaving my husband was last year, and I felt an instant connection with the guy. First date. Hmm. And I fell madly in love with him and finally had wonderful sex. Still not as often as I was like, but great as I would like, but great nonetheless. Unfortunately, he turned out to be a player, player. And he started treating me more like a booty call than his girlfriend. So I broke up with him a month ago. Mm. It's been really hard because I really loved him and I still think about him. The breakup also triggered anxiety attacks similar to what I had when I was with my husband. I'm starting to feel better, but not 100%. I decided to go on a dating app and went on a dinner date recently with a guy I met through the app, even though I knew I probably wasn't ready. When I first saw him, I thought, eh, it's cute. Did he make maybe- a reservation? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say. I hope so. I thought he was cute. Maybe I would be okay. But as the day progressed, I could tell I wasn't myself yet. I was honest with him. I told him I enjoyed the date, but I wasn't ready to date yet. He understood. was very supportive. He invited me to a baseball game and said, no pressure, not a date. Let's just hang out. I told him no after thinking it over for a day. I can tell he's into me. He said not to worry and to feel free to call him when I'm ready for some company. He seems like a super nice, I honest, totally and good to guy. Game. I know. I just go to the game. Mm-hmm. We agree on so many things, and we do have some similar interests. I don't know whether I should reach out to him or not sometime soon. I'm worried I will be attracted to him only because he makes me feel better and because he seems safe. I'm worried I'll be falsely projecting the feelings I had for my ex-boyfriend onto him. I have no idea what love is supposed to be like. Am I supposed to wait 
to feel that madly in love feeling again with someone with my ex-boyfriend we had sparks and a connection the very first date it felt like something out of a movie you're overthinking it I know. I don't know how often that happens. I don't want to sell myself short, but I'm worried that if I wait to feel that again, I'll be single the rest of my life. That's the thing you have to get okay with. Uh, please help. I can't ask family or friends because I'm embarrassed. Don't share my name. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, then she goes on to give me tons of background, so it's not as long as I thought it was. Um, She's overthinking it. Y- yes. that, And that's the short answer for yeah. this entire thing. Because this guy sounds great and that's fine. But he that you You've been just, honest with him. Yeah, and who knows, maybe if you just hang out with him more, you will get that spark. You're not supposed to feel that spark all the time. And they actually it say It is nice though when you get it right off the bat. It is, and I have had that experience. And it is disappointing when you don't have that on the first date, but in my experience, I got burned. So <laughs> when I had that spark. So right. if you keep looking for that, you're just gonna keep on having the same relationships. You know, I think too that this guy's feelings might be weighing on her a little bit. Like she can tell he's into her. You know, as long as you're honest with someone, I don't think there's any reason you can't go to a ball game with them. Just get yourself no. out of the house and maybe get a you beer meet and someone. Some nachos. Yeah, have fun. Exactly. Vinny, thoughts? I think you guys handled that perfectly. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you know how Vinny, one story back, was talking about all I needed was that apartment, just a, just a simple job mm-hmm. and a simple apartment. Like that's the approach you need to take with the relationship, you know. Like just just start get yourself, with just just you know, get comfortable. Yeah. Don't think about oh, is he the one that I'm gonna marry? Am I, am I, am I gonna fall in love with this guy? This goes back to to what uh, Nikki said right out of the box with the last one, which was I don't need a man to make me complete. Oh, it's really a theme. Oh well, if you're single the rest of your life, oh fucking well. I, I, I accepted that. If I end up single the rest of my life, okay, I'm a good time. <laughs> so. It's not like people really do define themselves. And look, I'm not downplaying partnership. It's yeah. In the right situation. It's absolutely great. It can be a very fulfilling thing. It's it's what it is, is that if you feel like you your life isn't complete without that, then it isn't. You need to find a way to get it to that point. I see you leaning forward now, Vin. Thoughts on this? No, no. I'm I'm actually I'm listening to you guys and I, I you know, I had a big long story to tell on the last one, so and I think you guys have said enough. I think it's covered. I, I you know look, this stuff's hard. Relationships are hard even when they're perfect. They they can be hard. Getting everything you want and the 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 it's hard. It is and it's but it can be very fulfilling and worthwhile too. So yep. I think it's a, a worthwhile pursuit. I just think, look, goes back to what one of you already said, which is you're you're overthinking it. You just need to be. If you can have a cool night out with someone and you have a fun time, no pressure, then it's totally valuable time spent. Trying to put from that into, am I getting married? And you know, is this the guy who I'm going to marry? You mm-hmm. just jumped way too far ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, projecting that onto every date that you go on is a perfect way to ruin everything. (laughs) It's a huge mistake. And I doubt that guy's thinking that, to be honest. Right. Is this the woman I'm going to marry? Probably not. Well, guys aren't... They, he might be. Who the hell knows? But it doesn't matter. You can't get in his head and he likes you and he wants to take you out, so... You know, there are guys like that, but I'll tell you something. As I I was dating, I often... I just wanted to have fun. And if I had fun with someone, 
Then I wanted to have fun with them again. And it was, look, I'm super corny. I would usually, if I saw someone or if I saw someone one night and we had a great time, I would usually want to see them as soon as possible the next time. Mm -hmm. It didn't always mean it was the next day or the next morning, but I, I, that's really what you should be after when you're dating is just liking someone and wanting to spend time with them. Marriage shouldn't be anywhere near your lips in the first year, in my opinion. That's yeah, just my opinion. And frankly, here's what I feel about that whole thing. I see all the reasons to get married and I do and I think they're valid but I think as a human especially for you you've had a 16 year marriage that didn't have enough sex for you and you raised wonderful children I assume out of that she doesn't really say anything about them uh, but you're marrying your kids I mean you're, you're you're raising your kids and you're married and then now you're done with that so it's at 45 you're probably not like looking for someone to have kids with you know, that pressure is off of you. You should actually be grateful for that. Now you can just find someone to hang with. And honestly, uh, you know, vibrators are great. So you can have all the sex well, you want by yourself just to, in the meantime. Right. Yeah. I mean, getting yourself should be, we shouldn't even have to tell you that. You should be getting yourself. You know, both of those stories have something in common. Mm -hmm. In their relationships, the original relationship with the first writer who ended up divorced because she was Alone, alone in her own relationship and the other person who's not having sex and is dealing with also the isolation of being in a partnership mm -hmm. that's not fulfilling and she's you know focused on her kids or whatever and it when it, it plus he was addicted to prostitutes and strippers well that's going that. on behind her back because this person's completely leaving her out of his life right right i mean that's yes. how that's that goes on is that he's cut her out of most of his existence he has an existence outside of their house that has nothing to do with her. And she's not even able to know where he's yeah. been. Your house is where he sleeps and sees his kids. Right. So both of those things should lead you to understand that a relationship isn't automatically going to bring you fulfillment. There's, no. there's sometimes it can more bring you loneliness <laughs> in, in a relationship than you'd have on your own. Right. At least you know what to expect. You can on when I was saying about my goals i'd be like i'm gonna go to work i'm gonna have a nice lunch i'm gonna hit the gym i'm gonna walk my dog like you know you break your day down and it becomes each of those things is enough yeah. i'll walk the dog then i'll make a little dinner and then i'm gonna have a cookie and then i'm gonna watch a show and i'm gonna get in bed and there's a day like, I successfully enough. completed that day. Yeah, there's there's enough for now. And right. that's in it, but you know, if you can find someone good that contributes to that, great. If someone's making you lonely while they're sitting next to you, what's the fucking point? Mm -mm. Yeah. Yuck. There is no there's no perfect answer for this, but it does sound like you're a little I, I say let's go to a ball game with this guy. I I think Let's just hang with him. You're being honest. Or can I just get the tickets? Thanks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Says the girl who goes to the ballpark every day. I know. Yeah, you work All right. There. That's, That's going to do it for us for today. Thank you for listening to The Secret Show. Vincent? The end.